0: This is a Cincy Fan Talking with L.P. You can catch me on Twitter. That's a Cincy Fan Talking. You say it like it sounds, just leave off the G. If you have ideas for the show, you can reach me at Cincy underscore Fantalk at Yahoo.com. If you have any suggestions for the show, make sure you leave them there. Who knows, you might find yourself as part of the show any feedback would be definitely appreciated and also make sure you hit the link tree page that's on my twitter make sure you click on that you can find all the different ways to contact me there enjoy the show What's going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode of A Scentsy Fan Talking with L.P. And this is L.P. bringing it to you for another week. Appreciate y'all stopping by for another week. Appreciate all the new listeners. Appreciate all the regular riders. Just appreciate all y'all stopping past because, as always, y'all could be doing pretty much whatever y'all want to do with y'all evening or y'all day or whatever. Just appreciate y'all taking y'all time out and listening to me for however long we got appreciate y'all checking me out um before I get into my whole thing or whatever I wanna encourage everybody to go through the link tree and check it out and one hundred percent click on the Gabby Rodriguez GoFundMe page. Please make sure you click that share it if you um if you can Contribute whatever you can to her scholarship foundation. Um, it's been two years since she passed. Um, she was one of my former students. It was really tragic what happened to her. Um, she was a, a real life shining light. And I, I just really would appreciate if people could just do what they can and just contribute to her scholarship foundation. like. I could share all types of stories about this kid she was she was like a real live superstar man for real, but just do what you can five, ten dollars, whatever if you could just share the page, if you could just do that for me, I would real life appreciate that because she. She was a really, really good kid, and her family is a really great family and They would appreciate it and her friends would appreciate it and everybody that taught her would one hundred percent appreciate if you could just do that one small thing and at least share the page and if you could contribute, that would be even better so I just wanted to go ahead and share that out because it's one thing that you know to have your platform and you know, share out, you know, all the, all that big stuff, but, you know, when something hit close to home, and, you know, it's been two years, and they still haven't found, you know, who, who hit her, which is real live messed up, for real, but, I mean, I got this real small platform, but I feel like if people could just do that, if two or three people could just share that page, I feel like that could help just a small part because Gabby was amazing, like real life. So if you could do that for me, I would really appreciate it. So just wanted to make sure I, I shared that before we get into this. So um, for this episode, I'll make it a little bit different. Uh I'm gonna basically share the four main things that that I've been really that that's really kind of been like kind of like eating away at me, not really eating away at me, but it's kind of been what I've been thinking about for this past week. It's the stuff that like I've been like dang like really <laughs> so that's 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 been my dang really so. Number four on my dang really is like, what's up with 2K? Like, for real. Now, I've been, I can't say I've been itching for 2K to come out because I'm really waiting for it to come out on the PS5. I knew that the PS4 version of 2K21 would look like 2K20 which look like 2K19, because it's all a hustle for real. It, every sports game is a hustle. Like, to keep it a buck, you got to realize that what you're paying for is a low-key update of last year. And as long as you understand that and you comfortable with that, then it's all good. If you go into it, Expecting something different, then you a fool. (laughs) Flat out. Like people like my wife look at me like, wasn't this last year's game? I'm like, no. And I'm good with that. As long as you give me a little bit extra for what I'm paying for, then I'm cool. But what they did with 2K21, what they did with the shooting, making it like super difficult to like get the ball in the basket from mid-range is absolutely ridiculous. And then you got people all on Twitter like, well, no, it's a skill gap. It's a skill gap. You got to understand that it's a skill gap to it, and you got to be able to shoot. Come on, man. Like, if you're a YouTuber, and that's what you do for a living, and, like, you just out and about trying to get shots up all day, cool. But for 85 to 90% of us, we out here working, going to school, we got stuff to do. We don't really necessarily want to go super hard and try to get like a 99 rating on all of that. Like, we are trying to play different modes of the game. And for people to make it to where like, It's super difficult to shoot, so you trash. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, I kind of sort of like 2K21. I feel like it's an okay game because I thought 2K20 was an okay game. But I feel bad for people that just want to pick up this game and play it. Like, I feel bad for y'all. Like, (laughs) this is not a game that you can just pick up and play and be good at. Now, they fixed the shooting a little bit because people complained about it. But it's still super hard to shoot. Like, this is not a game that you can pick up and be good at. And I think that's what 2K is missing. Like, I think that's what a lot of these games are missing. Like, it used to be, back in the day, you could pick up a game, play it with your friend, and both of y'all could be kind of sort of decent at it. But nowadays, it's like, you pick up the game and... You got to know certain things and you got to like, no, like sometimes you just want to get on the sticks and you just want to hoop. And I feel like 2K is missing that because they want to cater to the YouTubers and the content creators and all of that. And you missing the fact that a lot of the fan base. Aren't those people. There are only so many YouTubers out there. There are only so many content creators that are gamers out there. And I feel like 2k is missing that. And and that was kind of irking me. Like you shouldn't spend 65, 75, $85 on a game. Some people did and want to break it because you can't shoot. Like I was real live about the man handle my controller because I'm breaking wide open three point shots. Like who want to play that? Like, who want to play that shit? Like, don't nobody want to play that? Uh, After a while, you know, you tend to get good at it, but that's only when you want to put effort into something like that. But if you don't want to put effort into it, you just put the game down and call it a wrap, because why would you want to spend your money on that? Like, why would you want to waste your time on that? You got better things to do. And I feel like 2K needs to understand that. You got to fix that shooting. You have to. Because I feel like you can have a pretty decent game if you fix the shooting. That That's just how I feel about it. And I know a lot of people will be like, well, you just got to keep working at it. You just got to keep working at it. Dude, it's a video game. Like, <laughs> ain't nobody about to spend, like, six, seven, eight hours, like, trying to, like, get my shit right. Like, Dude. no that was that was back in the day like people don't do that shit no more like unless you're a YouTuber or a content creator or 13 or 14 years old I guess shit (laughs) which bumps me up to the third thing that's that's kind of been on my mind which is um Nas dropped a new album, and it's it's kind of fire. Like it's it's actually kind of fire. I I like it. If you haven't heard, um, it's called The King's Disease. It's 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 actually pretty nice. Now he dropped one before that. I I wasn't really feeling. I think um I think Kanye West had a lot to do with that. Not that Kanye West. I know he kind of out there politically, and you know he he say dumb shit, but you know he he dropped fire music. But what he did with Kanye for the most part on a last album, I wasn't really feeling that what he did with Nas. But the King's Disease, um, uh, he basically um worked with, um, Hit Boy, you know. Grammy nominated, Grammy Award winner. I believe he's a Grammy Award winner. I know he definitely Grammy nominated. I believe he won Grammys too. But he worked with him on the entire album. Um, got Dre on it, got ASAP Ferg, um, got Lil Durk, um, got got Big Sean, um, got got Don Tolliver, um, got a lot of people. Um, got the firm on there too. <laughs> yeah. Um and by the way, Dr. Dre is uncredited, dropped an uncredited verse on there. So got a lot of, um, got a lot of, you know, quote, unquote, old rappers. um, Got a quote, got a lot of quote, unquote, new rappers on there, too. It's a really good album. And I feel like what he did this time, Nas did, was he struck a really good balance between, because, you know, Nas, people say he kind of get a little preachy sometimes, which is true. But he struck a really good balance between, you know, not getting too preachy and, you know, delivering fire. Really good songs. Um, I would definitely check out Ultra Black, of course. Uh, check out 27 Summers. Uh, really good song. Um, what we got? Uh, Blue Benz. Really good song. Full Circle. Really good song. He he has some really good songs on there. Um not a lot of skippable songs on there either. And what I really like about what Nas did is that he has a really good blend between old school artists and new school artists. What I feel like people do and I'll definitely admit this as far as like the older generation um, us like, you know, quote unquote old head, you know, rap aficionados or whatever what we tend to do is we put like the new school generation in a box and we tend to be like you know I don't listen to that new school shit you know it's kind of like this and it's kind of like that and what the really good rappers do no matter what genre they tend to be in no matter what age they are is they find really good talent and they use that talent and I feel like Nas does that well, Jay-Z does that well, Lil Wayne does that well. Like If you're a really good rapper, you see other really good rappers, no matter what age they are, and you get them on your album. And I feel like Nas did a really good job of doing that. Me personally, I never understood why people my age do that. Like, now, I don't listen to that new shit no more, man. I don't, I, don't, I don't listen to that. I never understood that. Especially coming from where we come from. Like, when I was growing up, fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, that's the same thing people did to us. You know, rap music wouldn't last. Rap music won't go anywhere. You know, why are you listening to that garbage? We would hear the same stuff. So what I don't understand is, why we do that to people you know coming up now like it's it's kind of funny hearing that you know like when we say they're still in our style you know like why can't they be original when you think about it we weren't really original either like i came up you know in the 90s you know and our Overall style was basically us still in the seventies. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, I mean, I remember having all types of conversations with my uncles, and my uncles were pissed at me. Like, come on, man, you just basically stealing our style. Come on, man, why, why y'all rocking the afros now? And I mean, that's basically what it was. Why y'all taking all the George Clinton shit? Like, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you kind of right. So I mean, it's. It's basically the same thing. It's We're older, so we're doing the same stuff that my uncles complained that we were doing. It's it's just kind of weird seeing the evolution. And I don't understand why we do it. I understand that some rappers are trash now. It's the truth. But back in the day, some rappers were trash then. We don't hear about those rappers now because they were trash. (laughs) And... 20 years from now, you won't hear about some of the rappers that you hear now because they're trash. I mean, that's just how it is. Like, those rappers won't last. But the really good rappers that you hear now, you'll hear about those rappers 20 years from now. And the ones that are trash now, they just won't last. I mean, it's just the whole evolution of the thing. I mean, I feel like people don't understand it when they're in the moment. But 10, 15 years from now, it's, it's the same as anything else. I mean, the good stuff lasts and the bad stuff, it just all tends to fade away. Um, Normally, at this part, we just take a commercial break, but we're going to keep it rolling because I just want to get the rest of this stuff that's kind of like, it's just kind of been on my mind. Um, The second thing, because we on number two, the second thing that's been on my mind is um, Milwaukee. Uh, Because as I look on the screen, they're about to take this L. And they're about to not get swept, but they're about to lose basically four games to one. I can't say I didn't see it coming, but you're about to see a lot of hate on Giannis. One, it will be undeserved. Any slander you see about Giannis, take it with a grain of salt. It, It's American. <laughs> Put it like that. Um, the slander you will hear about Giannis as it is official, the Heat just advanced to the Eastern Conference um, Finals. Because when you're up, America loves you. And when you're down... America finds ways to say, I told you so. Giannis should get a jumper. Giannis should get better support. Giannis should go somewhere else, this, that, and the third. Because that's what we do in America. We build you up, then we tear you down. I saw goofy people talking about how Giannis is like Scottie Pippen and... Scottie Pippen slander began and I don't even want to spend a whole lot of time on this because who doesn't want to be like Scotty? What basketball team would not want a bunch of Scottie Pippins around them? We talking about somebody with six championship rings. We talking about defensive player of the year. We talking about a dream teamer. We talking about somebody that was able to take over when Jordan left. I mean, he didn't win rings, but he held it down. I I I, I just I I just don't I just don't get Scotty Pippen slander. I'll never understand it. Jordan didn't win a single ring without Scotty. Zero you cannot win a ring without at least two superstars. You need at least two. The only two teams in recent memory that I can think of that have proven this theory wrong are the Pistons. With Chauncey Billups and Rasheed Wallace and all of those soldiers that basically wanted it as one cohesive team unit. And you could say the Toronto Raptors. You could argue the Toronto Raptors. Although Pascal Siakam, I will argue as a superstar. I would say Siakam and Leonard would be two superstars. I would argue too. I would. If you want to say one, I would give you that too. But those two teams are the only two teams in recent memory that would be the exception to the rule that you need at least two superstars. So when people say, oh, well, well, you're going to end up being a Scottie Pippen. He wishes. (laughs) If you tell anybody that they're going to end up being a Scottie Pippen, take it. Take it, run with it, do not argue, Becomes, aspire to be Scottie Pippen if you're a basketball player, do everything you can to be Scottie Pippen, make that your goal, make that the end game, there's nothing, hey look, <laughs> as as a teacher, if I become a teacher, and they say, it, somebody tells me, hey look, as a teacher, you're going to end up being the Scottie Pippen of teaching. I would say, look, put that on my desk. (laughs) I'm good with that. I'm cool with that. It's just ridiculous to me. I I don't know. It, It just didn't make sense. Which brings me to my number one thing. And I can't believe I'm saying this. Because I started this podcast in January. And I started this podcast really to talk about this. It was my number one goal to talk about this subject and to see how far my podcast has come in such a short period of time basically tells you how 2020 has gone. So my number one thing is the NFL season is starting on Thursday. The Bengals are playing on Sunday. And I completely forgot until somebody told me last Sunday. <laughs> I I completely and utterly forgot that the Bengals were going to play the Chargers this upcoming Sunday. I completely forgot. It... Somebody was like, hey, you know your boy's playing on Sunday. They got the Chargers. I was like, wow, you right. And he was like, stop playing. I'm like, nah, I forgot. Completely and utterly forgot. I mean, think about this year. Just sit back and think about everything that's happened this year. I know, right? <laughs> and and then you top it off with, it's the NFL. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but it's the league that's like, it's the league that's least likely to care about everything that's happened this year. And when I say it's the league, I don't really mean the players. I mean, as an organization, it's the league that looks like nothing happened. I mean, they ran their entire league like nothing has happened. They just look like they don't care. And with a straight face, they're like, hey, look, football, we're going to fix everything. And it's like, we're supposed to be like, everything is normal. And... Everything's not normal. And look, we do certain things because we want a slice of normalcy. We listen to podcasts because we want a slice of normalcy. We play video games. We listen to music. We do all of that because we want a slice of normalcy. But when it comes to football, it's a little bit different. Because when it comes to football... That's the one sport where it seems like it's a humongous money grab. Because in football, you have colleges that shut down, but they make the football players play. You have entire cities that are like, look, we're not going to congregate, but we're going to let you go to football games. So when I see football, it's like, football doesn't feel normal to me. It's like, we're forcing football on everything to make it feel normal. Like, it's supposed to be America's game, so we're going to make football happen, no matter what the cost. And it just, it just doesn't feel right to me. So, when I was reminded that the Bengals were playing, I'm like, okay. Like, it's like you're watching because it's Sunday and there's nothing on. (laughs) But it's like it just doesn't mean what it normally meant. Because so much has happened between the last football game we saw in the NFL and now. It's it's kind of like, how, how do you put this? It's like when you see... It's like having a long-distance relationship. That's the best way to put this. It's like when you had a long-distance relationship with somebody and you saw them... Before you left for the summer. And then you come back. And then you see them again. And everything is supposed to be normal. But then you look at them. And you go like. Who are you? (laughs) Like. I know you. And you look like the same person. And then we start talking. And. The conversation seems completely weird. That's what football feels like to me now. Like. When I watch a football game, college, whatever, I'm looking at the football game and it's like, should this be happening? (laughs) Like, this, it just doesn't feel right. Like, I don't know if that sounds strange, but that's what I look at when I see football. And I know a lot of people are like, yeah, football. Yeah, I can't wait. But I did a fantasy draft. And I'm <laughs> I'm looking at players, and I'm like, "Yeah, I don't really care about this like <laughs> I'm like, what's the point? like who cares? I don't know that that's where I'm at with football, like I feel like there's so much other stuff going on right now, and football kind of slides on the back burner, so I'm I'm still like go bingles because that's kinda like how you are in a long distance relationship. It's like you still want that person to to shine, but you're kinda like you got other things that are more important. Like <laughs> that's that's kinda like how I am. I'm ruining you on and it's so messed up because this is like A year of hope for the Bengals. Like this, this would be the year that I feel like this. (laughs) You know, you get Joe Burrow, you got Mixon doing this thing. AJ Green is back. Watch the Bengals run off like six straight, like seven straight. (laughs) Watch it be that year, and I'm just kind of sitting over here like, eh. (laughs) Yeah, go go Bengals! Like, woohoo! Ow! Like. Watch this be that year. Like you can just see it coming. I can I can smell it. But still a Bengals fan to heart. But it's just it's just so strange. Like how you have like a podcast and you you know exactly where you wanna go and you look at where you were in the very beginning of the podcast. You kinda look at those episodes and you look at the show notes and then you just kinda see where the year took you it's it's the strangest thing, but I'm kind of glad I'm here because I didn't have this vision at first, but I'm I'm really happy. I'm here because I'm really excited to where, where we'll be going next. So, well, we'll see what happens. uh, If you have anything you want to add, um, anything you want to talk about as far as, um, 2k, you know, you trying to see me on the sticks, um, trying to catch me on my team unlimited or whatever. Um, Go ahead and let me know. Um, you know, catch me on Twitter, um, send me an email, um, catch me on Anchor, um, uh, however you want to do it, just let me know. Definitely not hard to find. Um, until next week, as always, life is good. Peace out. If you're not ready for the conversation to end, I'm not either. Make sure to catch me on Twitter. That's a Scentsy Fan Talking. Leave off the G at the end of it, and we can keep the conversation going. Also, don't be afraid to hit that subscribe button so you can catch the next episodes. The episodes will drop every Tuesday. If there's a change in that, I'll make sure to let you know. Appreciate the support. As always, life is good.